You talk golden to me. It's my dream to have a golden beard. Younger <laughs> <laughs> but looks older. I'll even try a squat. Here we go. The, cl- uh, the uh, six of clubs. The golden. Welcome to another episode of Talk Golden to Me. Your host, Evan Golden, is here, a.k.a. Golden TV, as always, in the studios here at the law office of a Berman and Berman. You know, I'm Florida born and grown, and today in the house, in the studio, we have Karen Turk is here joining us. And if you don't follow her on social media, you're not aware of her, she's not just a most beautiful, loving person in South Florida, giving back and always attending the biggest philanthropic charity events, but she is very outspoken, conservative personality, and you let it all out. I see you got your red going. I would not expect you to bring any other color into the studio. Karen, welcome to the studios. What, what, what kind of energy and order do you get right ooh, when you walk in here? Welcome. Well, ooh, talk talk golden to me. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're going to be doing today. That's amazing. Yeah, Thank the you. energy here is unbelievable. I told you walking in, what a cool office. Like, I almost feel like you guys are like a little too cool for me right now. No, you you can definitely hang. You can definitely hang. I know that for a fact. So, Miss Florida 2016. Mrs. Actually, I have to correct you, only because you know I'm married to the other Evan. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. Mrs. Florida 2016, and she is married to another Evan. It's weird. She keeps talking about Evan. I don't know I if she's know. talking about me or him. Yeah, well, listen, either way works. So tell me how you became Mrs. Florida 2016. I'd love to hear about this. You know, you you touched on the charity thing, which is great, because really it was a charity event and a couple glasses of wine that led to this experience. And I was not, you know, I was not a pageant girl. I grew up in New Jersey. I'm, you know, from New Jersey. I'm Jewish. And uh, it would have been kind of crazy if I went to my mother and said, I want to do a beauty pageant. She would have been, you know, like kind of looked at me like I was nuts. So coming down here and, you know, being in my 40s, I got in a conversation with some young ladies at an event for Place of Hope that we were throwing. And one of them had been a previous Mrs. Florida. And I immediately was like, hey, like, what's that? I, I want to do that. And I basically, after three glasses of wine, told everybody <laughs> at the table that I was going to do it. So um, at that point, I was in it to win it. Nice. So what, what, what do you do? I, I'd seen a lot of these, like, pageants before. I don't know. The way I vision it is... You walk up on the stage with a bikini, then you have to do your performance, you're singing, you're juggling, and then you got to answer some questions. Am I accurate there with this competition? You're totally accurate with the competition, except that there was no talent. So no that talent. actually, it worked out good. Well, my talent was the interview. My talent was running my mouth, was your mouth. which was perfect. You know, that was that was the only talent really that I was going to bring. So I was really excited when I saw that it was a six judge interview panel and that I got to interview with them for 30 minutes each before the pageant, because that kind of sealed the deal for me because I knew I could sell them when I got in there. Well, I think that's kind of the reason I think that's going to separate you from any other contestant is I'm sure they're all beautiful and they all look great, but it's above the shoulders and. You know, the confidence and your fearlessness to just kind of speak on any topic and share your opinions. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of probably the pageants are so politically correct. They and are. Is that what made you win, you think? I, I do think that that made me win. And it's interesting because, you know, when I think about it, I, I think about because of my authenticity that obviously, you know, a lot of those judges on that panel probably didn't agree with my political views. But they looked past it and they said, you know what, she really wants to do something good with this title. And she's got an opinion and she's willing to share it. And we're going to vote her in. So, you know, as much as we're kind of divided right now in political America, I think it's a really good illustration of when people kind of focus on what unites them rather than what divides them. So you've been kind of taking this this now 
queen of Florida. Let's just call you that. It's fine. <laughs> and now you're using your platform on, on a lot of social media, a lot of different TV shows. I see mm-hmm. you being on guests. What is kind of your stance? Do you feel like you as someone that's from Florida and, and, and specifically Palm Beach that you have to kind of just defend our POTUS? And is that kind of your platform? What's kind of your mission, I guess? Yeah, I mean, that's not my platform. I'm certainly not in it just to defend the president and just to do it because, you know, I live here and because I want to go to Mar-a-Lago, which is a fabulous perk. I won't lie. I love it. Every time I walk in there, I feel like a superstar. I'm thankful every single day for the life that I have here in Florida. But, you know, my life wasn't always this. I, you know, grew up in a very modest community in New Jersey. I fought really hard to get where I am. I was a single mom. I had three kids. This is my third marriage. You know, I have a history and a backstory like anybody else. But my backstory has lent me to really wanting to be a conservative because I am a capitalist. I believe in free markets. I believe in everybody's ability to make a difference. And I believe America is the place of the American dream. My parents came here, you know, first generation. They escaped the Nazis from Austria. I mean, my parents were a little bit older. You know, they started later in life. And, you know, I look at their experience and everything my dad taught me. And although he was on the other side of the aisle, I think he'd be really proud of me looking down and saying, you know what? Good for you. Good for you. You have an opinion and you share it. Now, you've been getting a lot of backlash, though, from people. So, I mean, from the threats and mm-hmm. the, the, the quarrels that, that I've been seeing from social media, <laughs> it's getting scary, though, now. A little alarming. It's a little alarming. And, you know, I don't know if you know who Laura Loomer is, but Laura Loomer is a very close friend of mine. She's actually a Palm Beacher as well now. We love having her here. She came down here not so long ago. And um, Facebook actually put out some community standards yesterday. And basically, it kind of sounds, if you watch her video, like Facebook is allowing people to threaten conservative voices. And it's a really scary environment right now for those of us who are on the right side of the aisle that want us to share our opinion. And, you know, kind of watching what's happened with her is even more severe than what's happened with me. And maybe it's easier for me to kind of focus on that because I don't want to deal with my own threats and my own stuff. Um, but yeah, it got it got really this week got really hairy too. This week got really hairy, and you know Roger Stone. Roger Stone's another one, close friend of mine. Um, he's your neighbor here in South Florida, and you know focus on the human aspect of this. Forget the fact that he's a political trickster. Forget about the fact that he's called himself a dirty trickster. This man's a grandfather. He's a father. He's you know a neighbor. Who, who should be dragged out of their house in a Gestapo-style raid at 6 o'clock in the morning? You know, this is reminiscent of the stories my father told with the Nazis. So, you know, I kind of have a position that, you know, we need to look past the politics sometimes and remember that people are real people, even if you don't agree with them, and we've kind of stopped doing that. Yeah, I think, you know, and it goes back, it makes me also kind of think of at least what I'm seeing, and, and who knows what you see, you know, talk about fake news is, you know, these immigration camps and how mm-hmm. they're treating these human people that are immigrants, and kind of that's how our country is built upon. So 100%, it has to go back to the human, human you know, element and, and caring for the people first. It's got to right. be the people first, but I think it's got to be obviously on all sides of the spectrum. Yeah, and I get that, and I understand, you know, the conditions there are not very good, and I understand that people are trying to come across the border and want to come here for the American dream, but coming here illegally is not the right way to do it, and if we can prevent them from coming here in the first place under these uh, illegal circumstances, 
we can prevent them from being in conditions that are less than favorable. And I think these people down at the border are doing the best job that they can with the resources that they have, but they've really been inundated. And then I also think you have this polarizing environment right now, whether you blame it all on the 2020 elections or you just look at us being divided as a people. And, you know, you really have the people on the left who want to look at this and want to say, you know, these kids are in cages and it's a horrible situation. Well, these kids just trekked through Mexico and through whatever country they came from to get here and be here. And I'm sure that that journey, they weren't getting a warm shower. So, you know, as bad as the conditions seem to all of us as, you know, first class citizens here in the U.S., you know, for a lot of these kids and a lot of these people who are human beings, who I feel very passionately that something needs to be done, you know, the conditions there are probably better than the conditions on their journey and maybe even better than the conditions they had at home. And it's sad and it's unfortunate, but we got to make change before they get to the camps. They got to make change before they get to these places. And I don't think you can compare them to concentration camps. They're detention centers, but it is what it is. We don't want anybody to be there under those circumstances. Let them come here legally. Let them immigrate. And we need to change our immigration laws. And I think the president's behind doing that. Are you ready right here, right now, to announce when you're actually running for a political position? I am not. I am not. I'm not ready. And it's going to be a while because you want to know what I'm having way too much fun doing what I'm doing. And, you know, I think probably when I'm in my 50s or 60s, I'll probably say, you know what? You know, let me go and run for something. Let me, you know, get a seat in Congress. But for right now, I'm going to chill right here and help my friends and I can tell you that I know and I have information that I can't disclose, but you're going to see some really interesting congressional candidates come out on the right side. And it's going to be it's going to be interesting because I think they're going to give AOC and some of these lefties a run for their money. Wow, that's interesting. So that's uh, that's exclusive information from the political junkie herself. I am. You are. You you know all this. I, I don't know how you keep up with this. I, I'm watching sports, so you, you know that I, you got the Fox News on. Yeah, I do. It's and you know what? I watch a lot of Newsmax now too, and I do a lot of commentary for them. And I've really you know fallen in love with that over there. And they're a Florida neighbor too. So what do you you know? You're very. I love your social media. Go to if you go go to KarenTurk.com, and that will link you back to her Facebook, her Twitter. Her Instagram. I love her social media platform, and you share everything. Everything. The woman is fearless. I mean, look, after three marriages and <laughs> and being, I don't know what the word guilt means, but someone said that to her when I was at a fundraiser event. What is that? My, my husband actually. My I fell in love with him. One of the the things, the first thing he said to me is, he said, "I don't know if it's appropriate for me to say this, but you're really like you're a guilt." And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been great ever since. All right, Google it if you don't know what it is. But uh, congratulations on that title. That is a that is a it's a, it's, it's a, almost well, as good as Mrs. Florida 2016. Absolutely, absolutely. What I wanted to talk about with social media with you is that. You're so outspoken and Mm -hmm. people give our president so much hate and slack over his Twitter and what he writes. And the way I look at it is that I've been in media. We're doing media right now. Yeah. What what is true? Who am I to say what's real and what's not? So in in his defense, go back there, I feel that he does it to address what what is real and 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 say that's fake news because who what is the media you know what's their credentials on obviously these topics what's your kind of feelings on that i think our entire society has changed social media has changed everything social media has changed the way you interact every day it's changed the way i interact every day it's changed the way we can consume content 
We also have evolved and changed just walking into this office. Look at what amazing office you have. People are themselves here at work. They're enjoying their job. You have a studio here. You know, we're not living in the same environment. We're in a very media-rich environment these days. You know, back in the day, you know, you'd have to wait till the 6 o'clock news and you turn on the TV or you sit down. My dad would sit down with the New York Times in the morning, and it would take him forever to absorb the amount of news that I'm able to absorb in probably an hour as I'm flipping through my three TVs in my office. You know, it's just a totally different situation. Plus, we're on our phones all day. We're being bombarded with content there. And we have to just realize that, of course, he wants to reach the people. The thing that I love about Donald Trump and I love about this presidency and why I was so behind him from the very beginning is because he is a real person. You can call him a reality star. You can try to throw darts at that. But guess what? Politics is the reality show in today's America. It really is. We're all consuming it. Even people who don't like politics are consuming it. And this is a real person, just like the rest of us, who tweets and interacts and uses social media. It's the first time we've experienced that. So I think for a lot of people, they say it's not presidential, but a lot of people would walk in here if they were old school lawyers and they'd be like, this is a law office? So, you know, we can't, we can't be judgmental in that way anymore because we've changed as a society as a whole. Points. Very well points taken. Thanks. Wow. <laughs> I thought a lot about this. You came in prepared? I did. Tell me uh, what's kind of some, uh, you know, you seem so insightful. Words of kind of that you live by, words of wisdom for our viewers and, and our listeners to kind of gain some perspective from you. What kind of advice do you give to people just on everyday life? Just be real. Just be real. Just no bullshit. There's no more bullshit. You have to let the bullshit go. And that comes from, you know, other people that have too much bullshit. You know, I have a lot of people in my life who, you know, maybe I love to see them at a charity event and I hug and I kiss them and I'm happy when I see them and I enjoy the hour that I'm spending with them. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to call them on the phone and get myself involved with their bullshit and be empathetic to what they have to do, you know, in their own lives. I have my own mission, my own problems, my own children. And I think you have to tune out the bullshit, whether it comes to people that you let into your life or what you're taking on at work. You have to really be focused, and you have to just be true. You just have to be real and own your shit. Listen, it's... Is uh, that enough shits? No, it's it, a couple there. <laughs> Explicit language. Make sure you put that on the producer mark too when we upload this. <sighs> Miss Florida, Mrs. Florida, Mrs. Florida, Karen Turk in the house. Wow, what a delight. This is this is an honor. I've had a crush on you since I met you. Ah. Uh, I have a crush on you, too. A little bit. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's innocent. It's good. It's good. Let me ask you. I, I was curious about this, Karen, because I noticed in a lot of your pictures, you know, and you always wear the red Make America Great hat again a lot and wearing red now. Is that weird that people are scared to wear that hat? Like, for, for well, your I physical think a, violence? Honestly, I hate to say this, but I think as a white male, you're actually in a worse position if you wear the hat than I am. And it's sad that I'm actually going to say that out loud, but I think it's true. I do think that people's defenses are probably down a little bit more with me being a woman than they would be with you, and that people probably are a little less confrontational with me. But I definitely get some flack, especially in Boca. And I, I have my shirts. I have my Roger Stone did nothing wrong shirt. I wear it to yoga. And again, I own it. You know, that's, that's me. It's real. This is you don't like it. That's too bad. We're looking right now on your Instagram. Anyone that is watching and not just listening, this is Karen Turk, Mrs. Florida right here, political junkie, political strategist, and a very outspoken woman. But a uh, great follow, very insightful woman. She's kind of been through a lot and, and, and is proud to kind of be where she is, and she owns, she owns her shit. 
Exactly. <laughs> she owns her shit, right? Own your shit. That might be my book name. Maybe we came up with my book title today. <laughs> so b- married three times. Third time is a charm for all the people that are, are, yeah. are hopeless out there. Maybe give up. Maybe some advice for people that, that are the true story that three times is a charm. Wow. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a lot. I mean, and I realize, like, I realize it's me. Again, I own that. You know, um, definitely I'm not good at relationships, and it took me a little while to kind of figure that out. And, you know, even now it's it's work. You know, being in a relationship with somebody, I'm an only child. I'm a Virgo, so I'm oh, problematic that, that was it. to begin That was with. it. I think it's the only child syndrome. I'd like to see the statistic on if you're an only child, what that divorce rate is. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's definitely higher than average. We're going to get that sure. statistic. We're yeah. But it took me a while to like I you know the the other two guys that I married like they just weren't like a fit for me. It wasn't you know my second husband unfortunately got rest of soul he passed away, but he was an amazing human being and we had a great friendship even after we split up. But you know it just didn't work. We weren't compatible, and it took me three times to kind of get it right and figure it out. Wow. So you you you've been through a lot, woman. You've been yeah. through a lot. Yeah. No, that's. I mean, you're at the tip of the iceberg here. We do like four shows to get to the bottom of everything. What do you love about Florida? I love everything about Florida. I love, and you know what, what I don't understand is I, you know, I love my heritage and growing up in New Jersey and, you know, having that New New York state of minds, but you come down here and there's palm trees and it's sunny every day and you kind of can't help, but like when people tell me they're depressed and they live here, I'm sort of confused because I wake up every day just feeling so blessed to live here. And I felt that way from the day I moved down here. So, you know, some of these transplants will say to me, don't you miss New York? And I'm like, yeah, you know, I miss the people. I kind of miss the vibe. But I can go up there for three or four days, get my fix, and come back down. And then I'm in paradise. I couldn't agree with you more. Karen Turk is in the studio here. She is she's just a fascinating, marvelous, beautiful woman, but very smart as well. Ooh. So she's got the brains and the brawn. What do they call it? The brains and the beauty? That's great. Oh, and yeah, you got I the like bronze that. too. I when like I all of when this. I hugged you when you came in here, were you like competing now in like a fitness competition? Like, I, you're like strong. You hurt me. This is this is yoga body. What this do you got going on? Body. What are you competing or something? No, I'm not competing. This is all. This is yoga, juice, and just like kicking ass and taking names. How often are you getting hit on walking around like Boca Raton in South Florida? Um, pretty pretty often. Even but it's with usually, that rock. Even with that rock. Even with the rock. Yeah, the rock doesn't seem to you know really stop anybody. And I mean. You know, a normal flirtation, I think, is totally fine. Like, I can say, you know, I met you. I'm, like, crushing on you. Like, I think you're amazing. But, you know, it doesn't mean I'm sleeping with you. So, you know, I kind of take it all as a compliment. Isn't the chase and, like, the game even way more fun than the actual I, the actual end, end, end game? Yeah. Well, I mean, don't tell my husband that. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, I said marriage is hard work. Marriage is hard work. What's so hard about it? It's, you know, it's just kind of like living with somebody else. I guess there's that only child syndrome and, you know, having to – you know, deal with what the the way that they see the world and the way you see the world and the way that they fold their socks and you know. How long you been married away? to this husband now? Um, we have been married. Gosh, it's going to be going on five years in January. All right, so five years. Hopefully, th- I think this is the keeper one. What's a, I, he's a keeper. We're, we're, we're he's going a keeper. with that. We're not That's going. Sure. We're not going number four. Yeah, he's a keeper. If his name is Evan, he's he's a he, he sounds like a mensch already. He's a mensch. He's definitely it. a mensch. I, I had to it. wait. I got the third guy's the Jewish guy. I should have. I probably should have married the Jewish guy first. Come on, you get rid of the bad boys. You know, you should have known that. Yeah, I know, but it was from Jersey. Know. They don't teach you that in Jersey. Listen, my first husband had a great welcome to the jungle party, and I think that's why I married him. So, <laughs> you know, it, it goes, yeah, it goes along with territory. We're talking here to Karen Turk, Mrs. Florida. She is a political junkie, a very outspoken conservative, really never know what's going to come out of this woman's mouth. And <laughs> that's kind of why we love her. And that's why I think that other media stations and 
everyone's kind of just embracing her because she kind of says what people are thinking or, or what they're scared to say. I, I think that hopefully people that are watching this and listening to this will have kind of more confidence to say to say what they feel and, and express their feelings because mm -hmm. that will make a difference. Well, and I think women are afraid to talk about politics. I think women are afraid of it. And I also think that women feel that they want to be included in their in their group of friends and that they, you know, women are very judgmental of each other. I don't know if you figured this out or not, but women can be way more judgmental than guys are. So I think a lot of women either hold their opinions back or will just agree with one of their friends or a family member just to kind of appease them instead of really saying what's on their minds. And I hope to inspire them to not only do that, but you don't need to know everything. You know, if, if I get a fact wrong or I say something that's not right, all right, so whatever. I'm doing the best I can. And we all have to do the best we can and not be so afraid of judgment. That's great advice. That's great advice. Karen, we really appreciate your time coming in here. We have to I'm, have you I'm back. I'm loving this. This is great. No, you're, you're Is so it over already? No, I don't. we okay. can keep going. We can oh, keep no, we going. Can, we can, it, may, it can be over. We could be like a quickie and then I can come back. and. No, you know. let's keep it going, please, because there's a lot more I'd like to talk about. But the quickies are good in life. Yeah. Who, if you, um, Who's your one celebrity hall pass? My one celebrity hall pass? Do you have besides one? Besides Evan Golden? <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. We've actually never discussed that. That's well, who, very you, interesting. Right, but who's yours in your head? So if he's going to ask you, who are you picking? Jenny McCarthy? you going Les on me? I don't know. Going maybe girl maybe girl? for this purpose today. I don't know. It sounds sounds kind of hot. Hey, that's what she picked. That's what she picked. <laughs> that's fine. She she She's, she's another awesome woman because, you know, she's dealing a lot with you know, with, with her with her child and, and mm -hmm. the whole vaccine issue is a whole other topic of conversation. So well, and you um, know, it's it's one of these things, too, where, you know, I don't necessarily see eye to eye on her with that because I feel differently, ooh, but I respect the Her celebrity her. crush, they're going to have yeah, a political listen, argument. listen, you know what? You need a little tension in a relationship. Otherwise, <laughs> life would be boring. Um, but, yeah, I find, I find it really interesting, and I think she's somebody who I respect, too, because she's very outspoken and will say, you know, really what's ever on her mind. And she talks about everything from her kid and her struggles with her child to, you know, sex. She had, a, I think they actually watched the video, um, Two Girls in a Cup, on her show yesterday. Ugh. And I don't think her or her producer, whoever's on the show, ever saw it before. I've never seen it. And um, I actually didn't watch the episode because they looked so disturbed in the screenshots that I saw. I decided it wasn't worth my time. Yeah, there's uh, there's some crazy stuff on the internet yeah, right now. So for sure. Gotta, for gotta sure. stay away from that. But yeah. uh, are those your real eyes or are those contacts? Those are my real eyes. They are. Because mm -hmm. see, I, who knows these days, right? That's a, it's a very good, you, valid question. They're not my real eyelashes, though. I can assure you of that. That's a thing that women are doing now. I've never seen that. The eyelash game. They're all getting these eyelashes oh, on. Oh, you've got to have eyelash game. Like I can't leave the house with eyelashes. They don't make on. the mascara that makes them look like that. No, the mascara never makes them look like this. It's never working. They look fat. Your eyes look fabulous. Thank you. But, Thank you. As I told you, I don't see physical features. I see energy, aura, passion, the soul. Ah, and I I'm like getting, that. And I'm great, getting great vibes from that. I like that. That's the yoga. That's it definitely is. the yoga, too. I do yoga. yoga of the, I only do yoga of the mind, not the body. Yoga of the mind is, is a good thing. I mean, I, I actually went to a yoga class, and I went to one of these hot power yoga classes, and I, like, knew I was not going to make it, so I was already talking to the teacher beforehand, like, hey, this is my first class. And they said to me, you know, if you lay on the mat, and you just lay there, you're still doing yoga. As long as you're in the room and you're on your mat, you're doing yoga. So that's you just fair. have to be in the yoga state of mind. Nice. That's, that's cool. Karen Turk in the studio. You were a delight. You were a pleasure.
Thank you, Karen Turk, so much for joining us today. You are an amazing woman, fascinating, beautiful, insightful. So we will definitely have you back on the show. I like to learn politics from you because I'm telling you right now, I'm not as educated. And what you do, though, speaking your mind and really learned a lot of these valuable lessons that you talk about just women and kind of their fear to even stand on a political leg and talk about it. Mm -hmm. So I think that today you were very insightful for a lot of people. Again, anyone that listened or watched this, hopefully you'll, uh, you'll be a little more brave, right? Yep, absolutely. So Keep talking. Karen Turk, Mrs. Florida, joined us here in the studio. Amazing guest. We will have her back, of course, on the Talk Golden to Me video podcast. If you're watching, viewing, listening, all the fun stuff, like us, share us. She'll write you back. She's going to watch and see who comments will. and likes this. So she's going to sure. get involved. She likes that type of stuff. So Karen Turk leaving the studios. Thank you again for joining us. Talk Golden to Me from the loft. So Berman to Berman, your boy is out of here. Till next time, Karen, catch it, sweetie. We out. Got it. <laughs>